Hey everybody, welcome back to the Katie Lance Podcast. I'm so excited to be back here today. Uh, and today we have a special bonus episode for you. So I was recently interviewed by Lori Muller, who's the president of the U.S. Organization of Exit Realty Corporation International. And Lori was so kind to reach out. She wanted to chat about leadership and entrepreneurship. And I loved our conversation and she graciously allowed us to repost this here on the Katie Lance Podcast. So big thanks to Exit Realty, big Thanks to Lori for um, granting that request. And I think you, as our audience, I, I, hopefully you'll get a lot out of this. It's it's often, um, it's not often that I'm on the other side of, uh, of the mic. Usually I'm the one on this podcast interviewing folks, as you know. Uh, but it was really fun to have this conversation with Lori. Lori asked me a lot of questions about what it's like to work with Paul and working with your spouse. So if you've been curious about that, we definitely talk about that. Um, I talked a lot about my journey. If you've ever wondered how I've gotten to where I am today with business. I share uh, the business backstory, which is uh, quite a story. (laughs) So we share that. We talk a lot about entrepreneurship and leadership, uh, the value of staying in your zone as a leader. And of course, we talk a little bit about social media and real estate. So I think you'll really enjoy this conversation. Uh, Like I said, big thanks to Lori and Exit Realty for allowing us to republish this over here. Uh, Would love to hear what you think. So after the podcast, reach out. You guys know the best way to get in touch with me is usually through Instagram. So send me a DM over on the gram. I'm at Katie Lance. Let me know that you listen. Let me know what you think. All right, here we go. On with the show. You're listening to the Katie Lance podcast. If you're an entrepreneur, social media geek, real estate pro, a mom, or maybe all of the above and ready to level up your social media game, you're in the right place. Welcome to this episode of Leaders Path. I'm Lori Muller, your host, and today's guest is someone who has been working in marketing and the branding world for more than 20 years, but in the last 10 years has focused on social media because she truly believes that social media is one of the best ways to engage and connect with your potential and current clients. When she started her consulting firm in 2012, she made a conscious decision to not be all things to all people and to focus on the one thing she is passionate about social media for the real estate industry. So she is the perfect guest for us to have on Leaders Path. Please help me welcome Katie Lance. Thank Yay. you. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. And for all of our listeners, I know you're going to be dropping all these nuggets to them and they're going to get all, all this wisdom from you in our conversations. So how about, let's start from the beginning. How did you take your love for marketing and then kick that off and start your career that way? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you again for having me, Lori. It's exciting to be here and, and to, to chat. Um, I've always just loved marketing and, and branding and sales. I feel like that's just been sort of in my in my blood for, for, for as long as I can remember. Um, I got my start really in like marketing and real estate back in, gosh, probably around 2005 or so. I was hired by a local real estate brokerage. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area and was hired by a local brokerage to run their marketing. And it was just such an eye-opening experience. I had no idea, you know, really what the what this whole real estate world was all about. And it was such a great, um, I think, sort of laying the groundwork for the future, you know, and learning just how hard real estate agents work each and every day. And so 
Um, worked there for a number of years. That was really the kind of the beginning of social media and the beginning of Facebook and blogging. And then from there, I went to work for Inman News. Um, and that really opened my world in a, in a huge way. Worked for Inman for a number of years, um, ran a lot of their marketing behind the scenes, um, really grew their social media platforms, um, which was just exciting to, you know, to, to see and was able to, to get on stage and, and just kind of share some of my thoughts and, and, and you know, things like that on, on various stages, Inman Connect and things like that. And I'll be honest with you, I, I probably got the, the entrepreneurial bug from just interacting with so many agents over the years. And uh, yeah, in 2012, decided to go out on my own, took, a, took that leap of faith, um, left Inman. And actually, Inman was one of my first consulting clients. And we still have such a, a great relationship, which I'm, I'm so grateful for. Um, and I've just really been blessed. I've been able to work with a lot of great brands, large and small, over the years. And um, over the last few years, I've grown our Get Social Smart Academy which is a, a membership site where we're able to serve individual agents and brokers and just having a lot of fun. You know, I, I, I know it's corny, but I, I love what I do each and every day. And so grateful that I get to, to, to be able to do this, be able to do it remotely like we're doing right now. Um, my husband works with me as well. He quit his corporate job about seven years ago. So we're partners in life, partners in business and uh, just, just having a, having a blast. And like you said, we celebrated our, our 10th year anniversary of business last year. So it's, it's kind of crazy. I feel like a decade just flies by <laughs> just like that. There's a couple of nuggets out of that just in itself. So for our listeners that say, okay, how do I work with my spouse and live with my spouse? Yep. You took that leap and you've been doing it for seven years and been successful. So how do you guys balance like, okay, I'm kind of like the, the in the boss role, right? <laughs> and, 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 you know, these are the directions. Are you more the visionary and he's more the implementer or how do you guys balance that? Yeah, it's definitely a work in progress. I think anyone who has worked with their spouse or partner can, you know, probably attest to that. I think it took a little bit of time to figure out who does what, you know, and, and there's this phrase of, of uh, what's your zone of zone of genius, right? What do you bring to the table? Um, and I think for, for me, it's, I've always been pretty front facing in our business and, you know, people kind of associate me with, with our brand, obviously, because well, it's all wrapped up in my name. <laughs> and so um, it, is I always, <laughs> it is me. And so I, I always tell people, I'm like, I get to do the fun stuff. Like I get to be on podcast and I get to speak on stage and, and you know, uh, you know, do social media. And, and honestly, I think where Paul's strong suit is really behind the scenes. He's our CFO. So he does all the important stuff that you know, it's not my strong suit, the contracts right. and, and invoicing and customer service and just the important parts of running a business. But, uh, you know, it's not as fun as like making an Instagram reel. <laughs> right. And you found someone to replace yourself with the things that you're not necessarily as good at or that you yeah. don't have the interest in doing. It just happened to be your husband and you guys offset each other both in life and in business. So that's amazing. So let's talk about the marketing side of it, because marketing and social media I mean, social media is constantly changing just like technology is. So in this 10 years, how have you stayed abreast in, 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 in keeping that knowledge current with all the changes that happen? Yeah, it's changed quite a bit and it continues to change. I mean, what was what people were talking about a year ago or even a few months ago, it's, you know, it's, it's constantly changing. And I think that's part of what is appealing to me about, about this industry, um, I think there's a couple things I've always really, I think one of the things I've always loved about real estate is it's such a relationship business. Um, you know, the, the folks that I, that I meet in the real estate world, they work harder than just about anybody I've ever met. And they uh, just have this incredible work ethic. They love what they do. 
And I really have loved kind of this intersection of real estate and, and technology. And I think a lot of it started back when I was working for a real estate company, because I remember getting pitched by so many different um, vendors, uh, vendors and, and, and from partners. And, and not that that was a bad thing necessarily, yeah. but I really tried over the years to kind of just filter through a lot of that. And so when it gets to the point of me teaching something, hopefully by that time, people are like, okay, well, if Katie's teaching it, I need to pay attention, you know? Um, but because there is, there's just, you know, you could spend all your waking hours downloading the newest app or trying the newest widget. Um, so honestly, I guess to, to really answer your question, it's not necessarily focusing on all the new things that happen, but what are some tried and true things that don't change, right? Like the relationship building part the of it. And side, yeah. You know, especially with social media platforms will come and go, but if you can use the, whatever platform you're on, whatever platform you're spending time on, if you can use that as a way to stay in touch with people intentionally, build those relationships in a, in a meaningful way, it doesn't really matter what platform it is. It's kind of taking a step back to think about what's the best use of those platforms, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. And not only the best use of them, but how can you create uh, your, an image for yourself and a reputation for yourself and a following for yourself where, you know, 15 years ago, we didn't have that. Right, exactly. And, and it doesn't exactly. cost as much as like it did when we were doing print and radio and TV and right. you know, a lot of it you can do for, for free. Yeah. I mean, it obviously costs your time. You cost your time. And that's where I think, you know, when you, when you kind of look at the differences between what worked 10 years ago versus now, I think there's a, there's more content than ever before. There's more information, there's more noise. And so I think it's even more important right now for agents and brokers to, to show up, to show their, their true selves, to show who they are, especially on video, which can be challenging for a lot of folks, but it's in one way, it's better to post less, but post quality pieces of content versus kind of this sea of sameness that sometimes we see in, in real estate marketing. So I think that there's the opportunity is wide open. I always tell people it's not too late. You know, you haven't missed the boat. Um, we're still, I think, at the cusp of the beginning of a lot of this, which is exciting. And I think we'll see a lot of changes in the next 10 years as well with new yeah. platforms or enhancements to platforms and AI and, you know, all the things that are coming out with that now too. Um, how did you take then this love of marketing and real estate and then go from, you know, being a, a trainer and a coach and a mentor to now speaking and, and getting in up in front of associations and industry <laughs> organizations and things like that? Well, honestly, a lot of it started when I was at Inman. Um, I was kind of pushed on stage <laughs> or encouraged to go on encouraged stage. to jump on. <laughs> <laughs> encouraged, yes. And I, I credit uh, Brad Inman and my managers at the, at, at the time who must have seen something and they said, you know what? Yeah, you, you should get out there. Uh, and I, I think I've always been kind of one of those crazy people who actually doesn't mind speaking in front of people. Um, you know, they a lot of people have a huge fear of it. And I, for whatever reason, it's just never been a, a huge issue for me, uh, as long as I know what I'm talking about. You know, if you ask me to talk about calculus or something, then yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do that. Not your person, right? <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> so part of that, I think, definitely started at Inman. And then I think over the years, just um, putting out content, you know, putting out video content, getting comfortable. I don't think anyone's ever totally comfortable seeing themselves on camera. But over the course of time, by being able to put out really helpful content, um, YouTube has been a big place for us. We've had a YouTube channel for quite some time, but really over the last, I would say six or seven years, we've been really diligent about every week publishing one or two new videos and YouTube's kind of a, a slow burn, right? But it's, it's owned by Google. So there's a lot of uh, 
kind of SEO benefits of people are, if people are Googling, you know, real estate and social media or social media speaker, they're looking for someone perhaps with my expertise. When you've got, uh, you know, helpful content on a platform like YouTube, that could be a, a great place for people to go, oh yeah, I've, I've seen you, you know, and, and sort of that familiarity. So um, yeah, that's, that's been a big part of it. And also just webinars over the years, done a ton of webinars over the years, which I think kind of goes back to just putting out a lot of value and helping um, coming from that place of, of value and thinking, okay, I'm in this long-term. So if, if people end up you know, deciding to work with me today, that's great. But if it's not for another six or 12 months or whatever, it's all good. You know, so just having that patience, I think is important too. Pa patience is definitely in the relationship business, correct? <laughs> but what, what a good, a good nugget from that too, Katie, is, is that you, you yourself growing your business have to be consistent and constant with your habits. So yeah. So you're not getting a return on your investment right now. You're still doing the same thing over and over and over again, just waiting for that window of opportunity to arrive. Yeah, exactly. In real estate, that's probably one of the hardest things for, for agents and brokers to do is, you know, they, they are constantly kind of strumming up that new lead, that new lead. And they're just going after the people that are today, instead of really nurturing the people that are from the past right. and people that would be a B or a C buyer or seller coming into the future. So that's a, that's a good lesson that even, even off business owners and entrepreneurs and coaches and speakers, we, we all have to have those right habits, right? Absolutely. It's the right habits. And then I also think it's, it's being intentional. And I've often felt like if it's, at least for me, if, if it's not on my calendar, it's probably not going to happen. And so, especially with some of these habits, getting them on, my calendar, even if it's as simple as spending 10 or 15 minutes a day, scrolling through your feeds, making sure you're responding to some notifications and being intentional, engaging with a few people a day. Uh, it could be, you know, setting aside an hour a week to create some content, post content, schedule content. Just, I think anything that's important, generally speaking, it's going to be on your calendar. So making that time, setting those habits, um, that's really what helps in the long term. So when you get busy, when things are, you know, hitting the fan, you've got, you know, five different clients you're managing, you know, when things are, ha be have become a habit, it's a, it's a lot, you know, easier to, to be consistent with that versus fall off the bandwagon. <laughs> right. So now we know one of your tools is your calendar. What would you say? Are you more of a morning person or are you more of a night person with habits? Are you the early bird that gets the worm kind of person? Or <laughs> what habits do you have that have changed your business or that you've had to evolve with over the years? Yeah. So I laugh because I'm definitely not a morning person, but I feel like I've had to evolve just as a mom, a wife, a business owner. Right. Um, so I think there's, there are a few things I've, I've realized. I, I feel like sort of, even though I'm not really a morning person, I will say early ish in the day, early morning, even early afternoon, that's when I try to be the most productive when it comes to either if it's something I'm creating or teaching or, uh, you know, just being productive with, with whatever I have going on. Um, you know, especially just, just being a mom and, and working from home and, you know, balancing everything and working with my husband. I think the beautiful part about being an entrepreneur is you do have that flexibility and you can set some boundaries and some, I think quality of life is super important, you know? Um, so I, I typically don't really start my day till probably like eight or nine after the kids leave. And then I'll, you know, work until they, they get home and then they're home and I'll spend some time with them and then we've got dinner and then, you know, I might hop on a little bit later in the evening to, to catch up with things. 
I definitely am an, a, a, a night person, um, but I find that that's more of my creative time where I might be reading or watching something I saw on YouTube or, you know, catching up on something. It's not necessarily where I'm like doing something client facing in the evening. So um, yeah, it just, just, I think having those boundaries and, and uh, not saying yes to everything, it's all good. You know, we don't have to be all things to all people either. Respectfully declining, right? <laughs> yeah, re respectfully declining. And also I think, you know, having a great network of colleagues where when you, I think really get to the point where you are really comfortable in your own skin and you know who you want to work with and, and where you bring the most value. If something, if an opportunity comes to you and you and just for whatever reason doesn't feel right, my husband always says, trust your gut. He's like, whenever you've trusted your gut, you're spot on. And if it's not the right fit, it, it's all good. If you've got a great network, you might say, you know what? I don't know if this is the right fit for me, but let me introduce you to so-and-so and so-and-so. I think they'd be great. We'd love to connect you guys. And, and just becoming that connector, I think is key. And you're kind of doing that because you're, you're at all these different industry events. You're able to put vendors together with agents and brokers together with management teams and I mean, you're kind of seeing all facets of, of the business. Um, I know probably with your travels, you get asked this question a ton because I do with my travels is what's the best CRM to use, right? And I always say <laughs> the one you're going to use, but how often do you see that agents do not have a database established? Unfortunately, it's still a pretty prevalent issue. And I agree with you. I'm asked the same thing and I, my response is exactly the same. The best CRM is the one that you're going to use, right? Uh, you know, whether it's sticky notes or an actual, right. <laughs> you know, an actual system. Um, but yeah, unfortunately not, not, I think it's gotten better. I do think, you know, there used to be a day where I'd say, Hey, how many of you send out, you know, email newsletters or how many of you do email marketing? And there'd be like three people who raised their hand. So now it's, it's, it's more, but it's, I would love to see the whole room raise their mm -hmm. hand. Um, and a, a big part of this is, you know, I'm, I'm in the business of social media, but social media is a rented ground. We don't own it. And so I'm, a, I'm just a big believer of thinking about, can you create a content strategy that is going to build your database, build your email database? And that goes with you wherever you go, wherever regardless you go. if a platform's here. You know, I remember a couple of months ago, I tried logging into Instagram. and It was like down for 12 hours. It's like, what if my whole business was wrapped up in, Instagram or Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. Those platforms are great to promote your content, to build relationships, but it shouldn't be where everything's living, right? So yeah, building a database, I, I think is huge. And then making sure with your database, you're not, it's not just listings, you know, just listed, just sold. Obviously that's a, a part of your business, but getting yourself into a routine where maybe you're sending out a monthly newsletter or maybe even weekly where you're putting out helpful information about your community, um, about, you know, buyer seller resources, uh, you know, things like that. I, it's super important. And again, people kind of marinate. I've had people who said, I've been getting your email newsletter for two years. I don't even know who they are, but they're, and then they're ready to work with me. Right. So you just right. never know. People tend to yeah. sometimes lurk a little bit. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's to that point where you've cut your top of the mind awareness. For, so when they have the need, you're able to fill the need, you know, yeah. just, is it, it, it's the timing that works. And, and with, with the database, I always, I'm saying that that's your tangible product to sell. When you go mm -hmm. to sell your business, we all, meaning all, all of us in real estate are, are building this to someday sell it, yeah. not to just let it dissolve. So that that's important with that. So now the second question I get asked a lot is about how do I reel myself in on social media? So I don't get sucked in, you know? So if I use it as a revenue generating tool and I'm looking for clients, how do you maintain where you don't get sucked into a video that you end up ordering off of Amazon and then you're 
doing something else and two hours have passed by. <laughs> the struggle is real. It is. <laughs> I mean, I think we've all experienced that. Like, oh, just this morning I was showing my kids. I'm like, oh, look at this cat video. You know, I mean, it just, we, we, we get sucked into the seeing things. And I think that's, that's also part of the nature of social media. And I think it's a good thing to keep in mind with social media in terms of just your, your content. Like if we kind of take a step back and think about what do you like to watch? What do you like to click like on? What do you comment on? What do you share? I know your question was more about, you know, not getting sucked in the rabbit hole, but I also think it's important to think about that because oftentimes with real estate content teams tends to be very promotional, right? I've got an open house. I just sold something. Here's a testimonial. Well, that's fine. But it's not really something that people are going to be like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever, <laughs> you know, or they're not getting to know you. Exactly. They're not getting a sense of, of, of who you are. So I think that's, that's one thing. I think the other part of it is kind of what I said earlier, just having, trying to have a little bit of boundaries. I think having a, um, like I said, I, I sort of, I hate to say live and die by my calendar, but I do think it's, it's super important. And especially with real estate, I'm a big believer of time blocking daily, weekly, and monthly. I always tell agents set aside at least 10 or 15 minutes a day. We're going to scroll through, like, comment, engage. Um, I love the idea of focus five, where you focus on connecting with at least five people a day, not necessarily friending five people a day, but engaging and interacting with people, leaving meaningful comments, not just being like a drive-by liker, yeah. but engaging <laughs> with people, you know, and then setting aside an hour or so once a week to schedule some of your content. There's some great free tools like Meta Business Suite, where you can schedule, don't set it and forget it, but schedule a few things out to, to be consistent. And then set aside a couple hours once a month to batch create some of your content, right? If video content is, is, is the one that's you know, going to get the most engagement, it's going to hopefully help drive your business, it's going to drive people to your database, it doesn't happen by accident, right? And I feel like if I'm going to do my hair and makeup and record one video, I better sit, I'm going to record like six, right? Yeah. All in yeah. one shot. So I, the long answer to your question is just get, trying, to, trying to be consistent, get it on, get it on your calendar. And then also just give yourself some grace. I mean, there's, because I, I, I do love social media. I'm in the business of social media. So there's certain times where I give myself like, okay, I'm going to scroll TikTok for 20 minutes or I'm going to scroll Instagram. Like it's okay. Like it doesn't always have to be all about business. Right. So a little bit of grace is always good too. <laughs> so, so what is your favorite platform today? Gosh, probably as, as, uh, as far as watching content, honestly, TikTok probably is a huge, a huge platform. Um, I am posting to TikTok, probably not as much as probably other folks think I should, but, uh, and in just TikTok is really kind of an interesting platform, you know, it'll be interesting to see just how, what happens in the happens, future of the platform. Yeah. But I think the bigger conversation with TikTok is why is TikTok so engaging? Why are people flocking to it? Um, and it's a lot of why I think people were flocking to Instagram. Instagram's a huge, I love Instagram also. Both of those platforms they're engaging. It's, you know, there's a lot of video content. It's this sort of short form, quick content that's fun and, and playful and, and also educational. I probably learned more from TikTok than almost just any other platform. It's really moved away from like, you know, singing and dancing and lip syncing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, all the videos that are popping <laughs> up in your feed are all related to what you've been watching, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's, it's interesting to see, especially with TikTok, how it's not really based on people you know, right? Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, it's all about who you're following. And TikTok, it's more of your interests. And so we'll see. I think that's something to just, you know, as we mentioned, you know, I've been 
doing this over, for over 10 years, I, every time something new like that comes up, it's just like a little, hmm, let's pay attention to that. Let's see where this is going. Because in my mind, I feel like, well, if this is being successful over here, I would imagine Meta, you know, who owns Facebook right. and Instagram, they're probably going to glom onto that uh, at some point. And, and, you know, LinkedIn will probably be right behind them or, or, or YouTube as well. So it's uh, it's interesting, but yeah, TikTok's a lot of fun, but Instagram, I love, I've, I've loved Instagram for a Long decade time. and yeah. uh, it, it, that's a super fun platform too. So let's, let's talk about something new coming out, which I'm sure you're getting your feet wet and getting acclimated to. And that's like your AI and your chat GPT and, and those types of things. Yeah. What's your perspective on how that could change uh, real estate and marketing for real estate professionals? Well, I hate the phrase game changer, but I really do feel like it's a game changer in a lot of ways. I know it's such a cliche thing to say in real estate, but uh, it's been a long time since I was really blown away by something. And the first couple of times I used chat GPT, I was like, what? This is free? What is this? What's the catch, uh, right? right? What's the catch? What, what's going on here? And I would just encourage anyone who's listening, if you haven't tried it out yet if anything just it's a, as of right now as of the recording of this it's it's free there is a paid version but you can just google chat gpt and 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 try it out and i think what's interesting we've done a lot of classes with chat gpt i'll probably be continuing to do more classes as things evolve uh, i don't think chat gpt or ai replaces a realtor or even a marketer i just think it helps to kind of give you a little bit of a roadmap right so for example you know if an agent has a brand new listing and if they feel like, gosh, I'm just not a great wordsmith, right? Because a lot of agents are great with their clients. They're great with real estate, but maybe they struggle a little bit with the copywriting uh, or, you know, or just you know, being clever, right? I mean, how many times can you say backs to open space? <laughs> like, I mean, how many times can you get creative, right? So you can go into chat GPT and say, write me a real estate flyer in a professional yet friendly voice about my new listing. And you put in, you know, some of the details, you know, and within an a moment, basically, it'll spit back out to you a, a pretty amazing, you know, detailed description. And then that's, that's the starting point, right? So you look at that and go, gosh, I like this part. I don't like this part. Let me adjust this. And then you can take that and say, okay, great. Now, based on this, uh, give me five ideas for social media posts that I could do based on this flyer, right? Or give me five video ideas that I could create based on this content, right? Or give me some content that I could use to put on a postcard versus a Facebook post. And so now what you're doing is you're taking, you know, just like one piece of content and seeing how you can repurpose it and slice and dice it. And that's just with listing marketing. You could do the same with other types of content. If you're, if you're stuck on other content ideas, you could say, Hey, I'm a, I'm a realtor in, in Denver, Colorado, and I love working with first time homebuyers. Give me 10 ideas of what to post to social media. Right. And again, you'll look at that and go, okay, these seven work for me. These three, no way. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a yeah. great starting point. And I think it's only going to continue to, to grow. Um, you know, we're seeing AI integrated into a lot of different platforms, Microsoft, Google, a lot of CRMs are integrating um, ChatGPT or AI. Canva, I, I absolutely love mm -hmm. Canva now has yeah. an AI feature. So it's exciting. I don't think it's anything we fear. I think sometimes when something new comes out, we'd be like, ah, change, <laughs> right? We don't like yeah, change. Right. Um, but I, I, think it's, I think it's exciting. I think we're kind of on the cusp of something that uh, could really um, help a lot of folks, especially in real estate. I think, I think your, your business is going to pick up because of it, because people in the real estate industry need to learn how to adapt and utilize it in their business. Because once they do, it's going to save them time too, you know, Absolutely. It's leverage of time and, and, and things like that. So talking about, you know, your marketing career and getting tying marketing into real estate, 
in this journey over the, the past 20 years plus, has there been one person or a couple of people that have stood out as a, like a thought leader or a mentor or coach that you've had that kind of pushed you outside of your comfort zone to, to keep your momentum going forward? Yeah. I mean, I think there's been lots of, lots of people as I look back, you know, I think, you know, any, anyone who's been in business for a decade, a couple decades or longer. I don't think you get there without some people along the way, <laughs> you know, who, yeah. you know, whether it was like an official mentor or a manager or a leader or, you know, whatever, whatever it might be. And I mean, I feel very grateful. I look back over the years and every, really every job, every position I had over the years, I can, I can point to, you know, so-and-so who, who was a manager of this company who, you know, at this point gave me, you know, this advice and that moved me from here to here or, um, so yeah, lot, lots of folks, especially, you know, at my time in Inman, um, Tracy Weir, who was my, my manager at the time, she um, just is an amazing marketer um, and she runs her own uh, marketing agency now. And um, just, a, just a great example of someone who, who I think it got to a point where, you know, in leadership, you turn around and go, hey, who can I help on the way up, right? They're not my competition, right? but, uh, and I remember her, uh, her setting me up and, 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 uh, uh, having me go through media training, which was something I didn't even know what media training was, but she saw a lot of potential in me and said, you know what, let's get you some training to, to learn the difference between being on stage versus being on camera and, and what that looks like. So uh, just, yeah, just a lot of, a lot of people over the years for sure. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of people who don't know me, <laughs> like, uh, you know, ce celebrities or authors who I, who I look up to. Oprah is a great example of, you know, Oprah does not know me, I don't think, <laughs> but <laughs> someone yet. I love. Not, not yet, yet right? <laughs> not yet, exactly, but I've long admired. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk, I followed for, for years and years. I, I love his philosophy of uh, um, giving before you yeah. ask, <laughs> you know, for things with social yeah. media. So yeah, there's uh, lots of folks over the years for sure. And you for sure are a thought leader and an influential leader to many that you're not aware of. So we appreciate you helping us grow as professionals within this industry. So one last question, I guess, what, what's one thing that you feared in the past? Like you did, you thought, okay, I can't do this, or I don't want to take this leap, but you did it and it changed your life personally and professionally. Wow. That's a really good question. Probably just starting my own business. Um, when I was at Inman, I had worked there for a long time. And I think anytime you work somewhere for a long, for, for quite some time, at least this is what sort of happened to me. You, you get this feeling of like, what's next, right? Like, this is a great experience, but, but what's next? And I remember uh, just kind of quietly, you know, putting some feelers out there and kind of thinking about what, what I wanted to do. And I, I'll, I'll never forget, I had a couple conversations with, with a number of folks who were like, you know, you, you could go out on your own and do this. <laughs> and I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> and on one hand, I mean, I've always had that. I feel like I've always sort of had that entrepreneurial spirit. I've always sort of prided myself in work ethic and wherever I'm working, like treated as if it's my own company. But, you know, when you get to the point where, you know, you're married, you have a mortgage, you have kids, like I, I, you don't make those decisions lightly, right? Because they don't, mm -hmm. they don't just affect you. And uh, yeah. And I just remember kind of going, huh. And just uh, sort of having that, that seed planted and, and talking with my husband about it. And he was like, yeah, you should, you should do it. And I'm like, really? <laughs> and, uh, you know, put a, put a plan together and, uh, took a leap of faith. And honestly, the, the same leap happened when my husband quit his corporate job. And we'd always kind of dreamed like, oh, wouldn't it be great to like be able to work together and like we both, you know, run this together. And 
and it just came to the point where uh, the position he was at, it was just, it was time. It was the, t- the time to, to mm-hmm. you know, make that next move. And it's like, okay, let's do this. We're, we're doing both this. all in. <laughs> we're both all in. And it's like, you know, you just do what you, what you have to do. Um, so it's, it was definitely a leap of faith. I mean, I think about when I started my business in 2012, um, I didn't have a business plan. I didn't have a website. I had a lot of passion. I had a lot of hustle. I had a lot of heart. Um, I worked my tail off and, uh, you know, all those things kind of came into place, but, uh, it's just, it's just funny looking back going, okay, I didn't quite have all my ducks in a row, but I definitely took a leap of faith and, uh, and continue to evolve. You know, we're, we're at the point now where, you know, we've been in 10 and a half years or whatever. And it's like, okay, all of this that we've accomplished, that's awesome. Like what, what's next. Right. right. And so I don't want to reinvent the wheel, but just making sure to, to continue to evolve and, and, and be relevant and. Uh, you know, continue to grow just and stay fresh, right? <laughs> exactly. And stay fresh. Exactly. Yeah. So, well, I yeah. think you're going to be super busy with all the changes with AI and, and, and <laughs> chat GPT and Canva and, and all of those things. So our listeners, if they want to get in touch with you to learn about your coaching and your training and the education pieces and speaking, what's the easiest way for them to get a hold of you, Katie? Probably the best way is just through our website. If you just go to katielance.com, it's just K-A-T-I-E-L-A-N-C-E.com. We have lots of free resources there. My email's there. You can email me, follow follow me on your favorite social media platform. I'm I'm there. Uh, But yeah, probably probably the website would be the, uh, the easiest way. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you want more, head over to katielance.com and check out the Get Social Smart Academy guaranteed to get you social smart. Also sign up for a free email newsletter packed full of great content. Until next time, get social smart.